Hey, everybody. Welcome to My Wave Podcast, sitting here with Julia. How do you, how do you say your last name? Bueller. Like Bueller. Ferris. Okay, that's an H. I was trying to read your... There you go. <laughs> Bueller, like Ferris. Bueller, so we're sitting outside. It's it, it, we, Julia. Jules. I've only known you as Jules. Most people know me as Jules. Okay, so, so that's where I'm going with. All right, Jules. That's good. I got a little official when I wrote down my name. You said full name, so I was like, I don't know. Do I need to do like legal name, or can I go by my usual name? <laughs> no, Jules is great. We'll we'll go with that. But um, we are sitting outside, and uh, and the winds have picked up, so we've had to change locations. We gave it a, a, a try, and uh, anyway, we sat down. It's a little more secluded, but we'll see how things go uh, here on this. Actually, still a beautiful December day here at Wrightsville Beach. Just beautiful. You paddled out this morning, right? I did. Yep. It's pretty awesome to have like a 70 or 75 degree day in December, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you had a little snag. You were going over to Masonboro, going to take the boat over, and you couldn't see the fog. Yeah, that fog. It, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't even think that was going to be an issue, but it was really thick this morning. So It was. It was. It was real thick fog, and the winds were zero to three mile an hour. It was just calm. Uh, tide was a little high early, so I just I just kind of went for a run and made some coffee, and then it cleared up, and I went on down to to Riceville Beach. But you went you went down to CB. Yeah, I did. I was already kind of over in that Masonboro Loop area, so I was like, let me just try CB. The uh, fog threw a uh, wrench in my plan to go over to Mace. I'm sure it was fun over there whoever made it out there yeah. but uh i was like let me try something different head down that way i don't surf down there that much but i do i i have a great time every time i do get a chance to go down there so yeah, yeah you know i hear people talk about and i've surfed down there just a few times but a different kind of wave how would you describe the wave between carolina beach and riceville beach oh definitely i think the first 30 minutes of the, my session today i had to get used to just the wave itself it's um really punchy and uh, a lot quicker than it is around here it also tends to um, barrel a little bit more if there's the right size swelling mm -hmm. so definitely got to get used to that uh the quickness because you'll get eaten on a couple if you're not ready for it and i definitely took a few today <laughs> <laughs> well that's fun that's fun hey as we begin i just want to give a shout out to our sponsor our sponsor today is uh never nude never nude you ever heard of never nude i have not do you have a changing uh, not just changing towel, but like a poncho. I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to know what brand that is because Never Nude makes a changing poncho. Really? Yeah, you can check them out at Never Nude. Uh, they're handmade here in Wilmington, uh, hand sewn here in Wilmington, hand dyed according to whatever colors you want. They're pretty sick, and so uh, check them out on Instagram at Never Nude. DM them, and uh, they'll get you hooked up with the price and size and all that sort of stuff. And it'd be custom, right here, made in. Wilmington, North Carolina. Sounds like a good Christmas gift, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, a little late for Christmas. It takes it takes a minute for these things to get assembled, and, and especially the dyeing part uh, it takes a little longer. But because uh, it's hand dyed, they look sick. Check them out at Never Nude. That's our sponsor for this episode. Hey, and also if you've been listening, you like what you have been hearing, want to support us a little bit, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash mywave, and uh, you can contribute to the efforts here at. Uh, at my wave podcast where we just want to focus on uh the surfer's most memorable wave and so um i'm a little nervous jules here has has not told me that she's got a wave are, yeah. are you thinking hard right now 
thinking hard, thinking hard. Oh, I don't know. I'm just gonna kind of see where the moment moment takes me. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many so many good waves. I feel like just any time that you out in the water, everything kind of lines up, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I feel like there's a always a good good feeling with that so i gotta really think hard for my most memorable one all right well you just got back from puerto rico i did yes last week yes last week yeah went down there and hung out with uh, a a former podcast interviewed individual what do you call a pot truck goes by Uh, what do you call that uh a person that's been on a podcast before alumni what would you call that? I don't know. Alumni. We could use <laughs> alumni. <laughs> uh, my way of alumni, alumnus. Uh, Laurel, was on. you went with her. I did, yes. Yeah, did you score some, some waves? We did. It was fun. Um, nothing, nothing crazy, but it was still fun to go down there. It was warm. The mm-hmm. water was beautiful and about a shoulder high wave every day. So really couldn't complain. It's, it's paradise. That's right. Where, what's, what breaks did you surf while you were there? Um, we really surfed. Um, we were over in the Rencon area, so we hit um, Hobos, Surfers Beach. Um, we couldn't really stay in Rencon because the wind was uh, pretty high and the swell just wasn't big enough to mm. build anything there. But we went up to that Isabella area and uh, took advantage while we could. Good, good. That's some fun breaks up there. Yeah, definitely. H- have you ever surfed at Shacks? I have not surfed Shacks. Have you gone look at it? No, no. I haven't. I drove uh, some people around and. They, I dropped them off. They ran and looked at it, and then came back. So I actually never got to see what Shacks <laughs> looks like. Um, but there's not there's not a lot of parking there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can believe that. There's some uh, <laughs> interesting parking areas at a lot of the breaks down there. Yeah. Yeah. So where where have you traveled in the world to surf? Really, not much. Um, Puerto Rico has been my main main stop. Truthfully, yeah. um, I haven't done a ton of traveling. Um, I just really started after college, really getting hard into surfing again, mm-hmm. and just having the free time to be able to do it. Yeah. So, um, Puerto Rico is just a quick plane trip, and I can't really go wrong with that. So, I've been trying no, to take yeah. advantage while I can. I went. I think I went three times last year. I'm trying to hit a couple more this year just to. Just to get down there and enjoy the weather and hopefully mm. score some waves. Absolutely. Now, <coughs> you you grew up around here. I did, yeah. So you grew up surfing, or when did you pick up surfing? Um, People always ask me this, and I always give such a weird answer. I had a surfboard, uh, and I did. I guess I surfed, but I didn't really catch a lot of waves. Mm-hmm. My dad always used to give me the hardest time, and he was like, you know, one day you could be a good surfer, but <laughs> you need to get off a shortboard and learn how to surf a real board. Uh-huh before you go down and i would always be like oh whatever dad like you don't know he didn't know finally uh covid hit and i decided to really get on a like a long board just because i was it was the first time in my life where i couldn't do athletics i couldn't do anything else so i was like let me go surf so yeah i uh hopped on a long board and i worked my way down my background's actually in skateboarding so i grew up a really big skateboarder Uh So I had a lot of the fundamentals to be a shoreboarder, and so everything kind of transferred over. I just needed to have a better understanding of the ocean and yeah. the timing and kind of, you know, humble myself a little bit and realize that I needed to go to a long board or a bigger board before I could get to really where I wanted to go. So Yeah, that's good advice, especially folks that are listening, they're learning. You know, elaborate a little bit more. Your, skate, your skater... Yeah. I'm assuming street, ramp, 
park. Oh yeah, everything. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and so so while there's some similarities, there's also some big differences. What would you say are some of the differences between skating and surfing? Some of the main differences um, with skateboarding, if you go to the same park or if you're working on the same ramp or same setup. You can try that trick a hundred times and that is not going to change. In a surfing environment in the ocean, you will never get the same wave twice. And so it's hard to really build repetition when everything is always constantly changing out in the ocean. Mm -hmm. So there's, that's probably the biggest difference right there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Then you add an aspect, you know, when you're skating, you're already standing. So you're surfing, you're, you're, your terrain is different. It's a moving canvas. Definitely. And you're starting from the prone position and you've got to get up. Yeah. And then get down that, that bully section or that, that rampy section or, or whatever. And yeah, it is constantly changing and uh, it's different every time. Good stuff. Hey, what I've, I've surfed with you at least once. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Cause I, I know where this is going. Where's this going? <laughs> The, um, so yeah. I had been pestering you about, about jumping on this podcast and then a couple of friends were also pestering you about coming on this. And, uh, and so paddled out. What was, was that? That was a hurricane. Was it a hurricane swell? I think so. Yeah. Or it was an early morning session. It was. And I don't remember if it was Larry, Sam or Henri. It was this summer and uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was good <laughs> size. And I had, I'd taken off on a wave. And I think it closed out, so I, did, I didn't go far or, or, or you know down the line or whatever. I think I hit the lip and kaboom, it was over. And then I was pulling my board back to me. I turned and I watched you about you're probably I don't know thirty yards away uh, paddle into this nice, nice wave. And it, and I was looking at it. I was like, okay, go Jules. Oh snap, <laughs> drops in. She, I, I can't remember if, I think you took more of a high line than a full bottom turn. And then I realized, oh no, this wave and everything is setting up to come towards me. <laughs> she's, she's doing good. Oh snap. She's, she's going to hit me. And it was like, I was trying to get out of the way, but it happened all so quickly and then all of a sudden, you were there. You were on like on top of me, and I I jumped under, and then the wave crashed all over us. And then I thought, okay, I didn't get hit. Did our boards get hit? Anyway, <laughs> it was a close one. It was inches. <laughs> yeah, your your board and everything was right in my face. I mean, it was yeah. right there. Oh, I remember too, because I like you said, I I remember dropping in, and I was. I had just got gotten out there and I we had talked and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh man, like this is a great wave. I was I was stoked. I was like my first like solid wave of the day, lining up nice. I get up, I taking taking the high line. The only thing I'm looking at is just down the line. I'm just like it's open face. I was just, you know, like I was beaming. I was ready to go. And so going down the line and I'm gonna set up a bottom turn and at the last second I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I was like I was just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And I was like, it's a PK. I was like, oh gosh. And I just, 
I don't know. I just had to re- redirect myself real quick, but it was really close. It was. It was, but no boards dinged. No, we made it. Yeah. We were all good. We didn't hit each other. I was like, wow, that was a close call. It was a close call. Makes yeah. for a great story now. <laughs> it did. I mean, while, while just talking about it, I've, I'm replaying it in my brain, you know, and like, I'm going to die. <laughs> anyway, hey, so while we're talking here, um, you had mentioned that you you hadn't during COVID you weren't able to do other sports and then you you shared with me just a minute ago while we're looking for a place to be a little less breezy uh you played uh ncaa basketball i did yes yeah so yeah i didn't have a lot of free time to do uh extracurriculars right so um next level yeah but uh definitely that's why like covid um that was probably the first time in my life since i was two or three that i just didn't have some sort of sport to always go play and so i had to i had to find something um outside like i got back into skateboarding i got back into surfing um so it was a it was a big life change for Mm -hmm. that x amount of months that i didn't have some sort of oh go play pickup or go do this go do that and but i missed having or gyms were closed Uh i'm a big gym person too Uh and uh I was like, I, I was itching to go do something. So I was like, you can go to the ocean. We can go swim. I was like, all right, just dust off the old longboard that's been in the garage and let's head out there like, and yeah. get something going. And it honestly ended up being like a, a huge like saving grace for me. Just it was still a way to be social. I still got to see people and I met a ton of people out mm-hmm. there. Um, it was physical. It was a challenge learning, trying to learn everything again. And so now look at me i'm i'm hooked i'm traveling i'm just trying to serve as much as i can and uh, i'm loving every minute well your athleticism sure has helped because you you surf well for a short amount of time that you're really like honing in on it you you surf very well i appreciate it yeah and so i asked her you know when she was filling out this little sheet here i was like uh name your sponsors and she's like uh I don't have one. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, ladies and gents, and uh, you're looking to, to sponsor somebody, uh, you, you need to look up uh, Julia Bueller. Oh, man, you're too kind to be gay. No, I don't know no. about that. Have you ever competed? <laughs> no. Um, I wish I, I really wish I had been more serious about surfing younger. I think mm-hmm. it would have been a lot of fun to mm-hmm. compete. And uh, I don't know. I'm a very competitive person. I really do like to compete. So I think it would be... Um, a great time to give it a try but it's just something it's an outlet for me Mm. and uh, I really like to go out there and enjoy it (laughs) and I don't I don't want to get into that competitive mindset this is something I'm very competitive with myself still on like doing things and I want to be the best I can be so yeah um, I just I leave it to the the open water and have at it and just try it there but yeah maybe one day we'll see if the if the cards fall in line I'll definitely give it a try but No, that that's a good attitude to take. It isn't. It is a beautiful outlet in life. Um, you know, it's it's something that we can, if we want to go and compete. Yeah, you know, there's the ESA, and you can get involved in that. And you know, local competitions are always have open open heats. And yeah. you know, I, I've never competed until this year. This really? year, I, I tried it, and it was, it's been fun. And we'll see what happens in the future. But I, you know. It, I've always just enjoyed being in the water. It's I've heard it's like very different than just regular surfing. Mm-hmm. Like there's a it's it's almost like a different kind of surfing, competitive yeah. surfing. So yeah. it is, it is. Not that I know a lot, <laughs> but um, in talking with with people who do surf competitively, it is a different mindset to a wave. Um, but I think they still enjoy the 
it, the calming and the you can just distance yourself from what's going on on land. Yeah, definitely. And, and let it wash literally all your uh, all your anxieties away. <laughs> That's a good time. I've really used it as a just a travel outlet. It's a way to go see different parts of the the world. And yeah. I've got a few other areas on my bucket list that I definitely want to check out. And I don't know if it would be somewhere that I would necessarily have on my list if there wasn't a mm. a good like surf vibe or a beach there. So yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. it's a there's there's a bunch of different ways surfing can impact people. So absolutely, absolutely. Well, this let, let's you still thinking of your wave? I think I might have one. You think you might have one? <laughs> well, yeah. All maybe. right. So let, let's let's get it, let's get the brain firing a little bit more. We okay. have this little segment in the podcast called Hang Ten, and Hang Ten is basically I'm going to ask you ten questions and get your answers. Ooh, is it like rapid fire? Ah, uh, sorta. Ooh. I mean, if you give me one <laughs> one word answers, it'll be rapid fire. But I'm um, okay. Here's your first one. Hang ten. First question. What's your favorite surf wax? Favorite surf wax? Yeah. Hmm. So I guess ever ever all my friends are gonna laugh about laugh at this, but I'm very very anal about how I uh, do everything. So I always have to do my. I do a base coat. Uh, so I use uh, sex wax for my base coat always, and then I'll use. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I use. It's the tour series. I know that for whichever brand I use. I have the box in my car, but I can't think of Is the name. Sticky of bumps. It. Probably sticky bumps. It's the tour series, though. I don't know why. I'm like, once I get on something, it's like, okay, I'm gonna. That's just. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do. I had a good session with it. All right, that's the one that I'm using from now on. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I I really enjoy bubble gum. Really? Yeah. You ought to try bubble gum. I'll give it maybe. I don't know. Maybe after a bad session, I'll switch it up. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) When you're comfortable with breaking your mojo, you just... And yeah. I, um, I, people laugh at me all the time, like my, all my friend group, and uh, they'll look at my board and they'll, they'll just be like, Jules, what is going on? Do you have it in like a certain pattern and stuff? No, I'm just, a, I'm a heavy overwaxer. Okay. The last thing that I'm going to do is get out there and my foot's going to slip off the board and I lose like a perfect section, or section. I'm like, nah, like, so I just have like a ton of wax on my board and they're like, Jules, that looks so bad. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> That's great. Hey, whatever works for you. Whatever. It's That's mental, what, you know, but it there, works. There you go. Hey, where do you like to go eat after a good session? After a good session with some of my friends? Who? These are tough. Let me think. I don't know what I'm normally in the mood for. Recently, I'll say this. Recently, I've been really into uh, Los Portales Mexican. Okay. Super good. So I've, my friends will probably laugh if they hear this because I, every time I'm like, that let's give it a go. College by the Harris Theater. There is there's one over off Market by the Panda Express, okay. kind of by the Walmart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's one on Carolina Beach Road, and then there's another one off of Car Avenue. Okay, it's the one on Car that I've eaten at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it right now. <laughs> yeah, which, what do you like the best? I always get the, the chicken tacos. Chicken tacos. Yeah. And then you can jazz them up within their little uh, bar and get their salsa and stuff. So <laughs> I'm on a I'm on that type of kick right now. There you go. I like going. It, uh, they've got a really good carne asada. Yeah. With just the lime and the cilantro and the onions. Mm. Man, I, don't, I think all I had for lunch was, I don't know what I had for lunch. I'm getting hungry. Let's Uh-oh. keep going. <laughs> um so if you could have, if you could have a cup of coffee, you drink coffee? Uh, not really. I mean, you are weird. If people see me with a coffee in my hand, Something it's generally wrong. black and I'm always like, I'm having a really bad day <laughs> if you see me drinking coffee. <laughs> All right. If you could have a drink 
of your choice with a surfer and a one-hour conversation, any surfer in the world, oh, who would it be? Oh, hands down, uh, Sally Fitzgibbons. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. I don't know why. I just like, uh, I love her stoke about surfing. I think that she just has really good energy and she's uh, a re- she just really competes. And I just like really love to watch people compete. I also like, I think Carissa Moore is a great competitor too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sally Fitz, I don't know. I just uh, always vibe with her. There you go. That's good. That's good. That would be a fun one hour coffee or whatever you drink. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's um? Let's see. You goofy or regular? Goofy. That's right. Goofies rule the world. They do. Yes. Hey, uh, favorite sunscreen. Favorite sunscreen. Hmm. I'm usually use sun balm. I'll say that, but. On my last trip, I didn't have time to go pick uh, Sunbum up, uh-huh. so I just picked some some sunscreen up. It's Zinc. I always wear Zinc mm-hmm. um, at Sweetwater, and it, I don't remember what. It starts with an M, and it came in like a wooden container looking. I don't know. It was really good. I didn't get burned in Puerto Rico, so I mean, right now I'm on that one. Just <laughs> Zinc all the way. Whatever it is, I'm wearing Zinc. That's right. That's good. Uh, if you could surf inland waves so we're thinking kelly slater surf ranch or bsr there in texas or other where would where would you want to go hmm so like a wave pool Mm -hmm. i don't know i i honestly don't have a lot of knowledge about the wave pools maybe like the great lakes or something i don't know (laughs) that would be kind of cool i don't know if i want to be so skip skip the mandate (laughs) stuff but let's go try something crazy yeah let's just go to a a lake or something (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good uh if you could take a trip anywhere to surf where would you where would you go other than puerto rico oh i don't know on my list next i'd really like to go to nicaragua okay i think that's uh hopefully in 2022 that would be a a trip that i really want to go to I would love to go to a nice left point break <laughs> for all those goofies out there. That's right. Uh, one board for the rest of your life. Only one. You couldn't surf anything else but this one board for the rest of your life. Ooh, I'm going to, I can already hear some of my, uh, my friends hating on me. <laughs> my usual uh, shred sled right now, 5.8 Slater uh, Sci-Fi 2.0. Yeah. yeah, I can hear people hating on me right now. Well, why would they be hating? <laughs> for the rest of your life, I'll be uh, in, I don't know, in 10 years, I'll be hating myself for picking that board for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Shoulders will be gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for right now, I'm loving it. That's good. That's good. Hey, you might be a kook if, finish that sentence. You might be a kook if, I don't know. Everyone's a kook, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone is. Why do you say that? Because there's some deep there's some deep philosophy behind what you just said. What's going on? Because everyone's a kook at some point. So I mean, you just gotta embrace it. <laughs> I mean, we're all at heart. We're all kooks. We're all doing. We're all trying things and all trying to get better. And so I don't know. There probably is someone out here like this, but I don't know someone that has touched a surfboard for the first time and it is shredding like a pro surfer so we all have to do the progression we all have to learn the fundamentals and the etiquette and the rules of surfing and so i think it's just a process that everyone has to go through and and even when you sort of know it all 
you still make cookie mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a good observation. I, I like that. I like that, Jules. Usually uh, people you know, just like, I saw this guy do or whatever. But you're, you're right. That's a good observation. We all have a cookie tendency at some point. <laughs> uh, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi homegrown, oh, man. Really? I don't really drink either, but if I got to choose one, I'm going to choose the homegrown one. Okay. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> If you won a competition, saying you were a competitive surfer, and had to donate 50% to a charity, what charity would it be? Hmm. This is a good one. There's so many. There are so many good charities out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know one like off the top of my head. I could tell you what I would want it to go towards. Okay. Um, yeah, do that. Just yeah, I would pretty. I would like it to be a. I guess a local one for the, our community, just because our community's had such a big impact on me. Mm-hmm. Maybe something through uh, extracurriculars like sports, because I just that's what my background's been in, and I've just had so many great mentors through the community like give up their time to help help me and help teammates and friends mm-hmm. um just build us into people that i think are i i'm happy with today i've had a lot of good life lessons through sports and yeah. i think that it can be a good outlet for people so it would definitely be some sort of extracurricular something that i could definitely still be involved in because yeah. i know i still would like to be able to to be part of it as well right on good that's good so i think of uh, local local sports charity we don't have to add it i don't know yeah. i mean there there are so many so many great i don't want to just limit myself to one there are a ton of great opportunities which to get one, involved which ones had impact in your life had impact in my life um i know for like basketball we would do a lot of um we would do a lot of uh charity type work or like give back to the community and the ones that i really enjoyed i i did enjoy to like to do all of them but the ones that really like hit hit different for me were anytime we went to like the elementary schools or um worked with people with special needs special olympics type stuff Mm -hmm. um i i really enjoyed to do that just everyone the kids are so genuine and are very excited to see you and i feel like it's a great way to build relationships and you know just connect with different different types of people Mm -hmm. and i know when i was in that time in my life i felt like i connected with people that were very similar so to go to a different demographic was always um i felt like i always learned something different about myself or mm. learned something different in general and yeah. i i enjoyed that good deal good so, deal well maybe to go back to the charity maybe like special olympics in there wilmington i did enjoy doing that and that's a great um great way to stay active and it helps a great community and a, a good demographic sweet sweet i love it so we ready to talk about your wave we, we've gone out, we've gone out of order typically we talk about the wave and we, we break it down and then we will pause and we'll but I, I I've let you have all this time <laughs> no pressure no pressure yeah you're right on that where start with where where's this wave at okay so I feel like I I haven't surfed a ton of different places but I have been to been to some different spots and I just always feel like if I could pick one spot, my I Mace will always just be top dog for me. And I don't know why. It's just something about the whole adventure of getting over there. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you're going to get. There's no cam. 
so right. you can guess but you never know until you walk over that dune yeah. and uh so that's the location there you go so we're going to masonboro we're going to mace i've only surfed mace half a dozen times really yeah i mean i i just don't i don't have a boat i don't mind the paddle over but you know um I paddled over one time with with my two of my sons and a friend, and South End at Wrightsville was just blown out, choppy, and it was middle of the day, just awkward time. Like we paddled over there, and it was clean, and maybe a foot tall. Yeah. And so we we just we just ditched our boards and we we're playing on the sand and just <laughs> digging. I was just looking around. Yeah. And we turned around, and these these rollers came around. And it was, it was on. I mean, it, it just turned on. It was <laughs> magical. It went, it went from one foot and just nothing to probably chest high, and it was just us. Yeah. And we we surfed our brains out, and then we were like, oh no, we still got to paddle back across the inlet. <laughs> so yeah, Masonboro is a special place. So this is where this wave is. Who was with you? I went over with. It's actually a. A funny group that I was with. So some of my uh, some of my part of my surfing crew normal. So I had Bree, um, Kaylee, Hank, and then Hank's mom, who was visiting from Kentucky, was uh, with us. And nice. uh, she surfed. She doesn't. She just wanted to kind of see like what. Oh, what, you what went we on the were boat, all right? Yeah, we went on the boat. Okay, you didn't make her paddle over. No, we weren't. We weren't mean. But she just <laughs> wanted to see what we were like. What what we did, I guess. She yeah. just wanted to check out everything that we had going on. And I remember it was a. Uh, I think it was we were all doing something Sunday. I think they had a cookout because it was over. Um, it's Columbus Day in October. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was whatever holiday was in October. I think it was Columbus Day. Sounds good. Um, and I know I had that Monday off from work, but we were, uh, there's an airplane. There it is. <laughs> we were, had a cookout or something that Sunday. We were just all hanging out and we were just, you know, we knew there was going to be some swell, so we were scheming to go over to Mace and uh, we were... I don't know. We were all stoked, and we woke up the next morning. It's like raining and like <laughs> blowing. Like probably it had to have been blowing like 22 miles an hour. Like it was, it was awful. And we were just like, oh well, we're committed. We're gonna, we're just gonna go. We're gonna give it a try. And I picked a uh, picked everyone up on South End. And uh, gosh, man, the conditions were so like it, in the waterway. It was choppy. And I just remember telling everyone while we were riding over, I was like. I have no idea what this is going to be. It's raining on us. I have his, his Hank's mom, who's like <laughs> probably miserable out here. And uh, I, uh, to, it was just, we couldn't even go fast over because it was so choppy. And just, I was like, I don't know what I've gotten myself into. Oh, no. And uh, I'm setting the anchor on the backside of Mace and I'm just like hoping for the best i was just was there any other boats over there or? there were a lot of other boats so i felt a little bit yeah. better but the conditions were just so seeing a lot of boats like made me feel a little bit better but i was just like there's no way i was like i just they, I, I don't know i just like couldn't believe that there was going to really be anything and uh because it was blowing so hard i mean and it was raining it was cold it was uh it was just <laughs> miserable yeah. honestly and uh, i finally set the anchor and get everything squared away and you know I'm looking at the boat, doing my last last look of, oh, I hope you're going to be there when I get back, kind of as we're walking <laughs> over the dune. And, you know, it's just like that three to five minute walk. You know, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to get. Mm -hmm. I'm just like downplaying it for everyone. Like, 
Oh, I don't know, guys. It could be awful. We might just be going straight back to the boat. And we walked over that dune, and it was just clean and <laughs> barreling. And I immediately just started to, like, stoke out. <laughs> was, they were like, they're like, Jules, you're acting like a, like a little boy right now, so excited to get in the water. And I was like, come on, guys. Like, just just psyched. And uh, I they took their time, and I saw it. I threw threw my board on the ground took it out of the bag and you know suited up had my uh two mil on and i was i ran out in the water and took off and <laughs> i i surfed until i could not paddle back out yeah. i was it was just like one of those sessions where i was like i gotta take it all in like i was so sore the next day <laughs> sweet sweet a lot of people though well uh we didn't we went off into an area that wasn't too crowded so you know i got it was just i got every wave that i wanted to get and i was uh just kind of in my little section it made there probably was a better area that had a little bit better of a break but i wanted to be off in yeah. like my area and get any wave that i wanted so that's sick um i spaced out and got my lefts got my rights barrel and just city barrel city got a little bit of coverage not a not a proper barrel uh -huh. but you know um I just I had a I had a blast like I was a smile from ear to ear the entire session things really linked up I got a lot of nice turns a lot of good snaps that I liked and uh -huh. uh, I don't know I just felt good I was bummed that I had to come out but I was <laughs> you know the the psych and the stoke just it lasted probably the whole next week I was like I can't wait to get a smile like that again <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great so you know I I love to hear the story of one wave but I've been where. You're, what you're describing, where it's just nonstop stoke. Yeah. <laughs> the smiles, the high fives, the, the hoot and the hollers for everybody. Yeah. And everybody's sharing that moment. Uh, yeah. It yeah. was it was fun. I mean, it would definitely be one of those uh, memory memory book sessions just because of the whole the whole adventure of it. And uh, I don't know, just there's just something about that place that would always be special to me mm -hmm. i don't know i it doesn't matter where i end up like that to me will always just feel like a, the, the home break yeah yeah <laughs> that's great <laughs> now the big question did hank's mom have fun she had a blast and yeah. she she said she was psyched to see everyone surfing and having a good time good. and she was definitely like um she brought her book and the other side was nice so the wind wasn't nearly as bad on the yeah. other side and she was like <laughs> yeah she was like i get it now i understand what she was like going over here i was very hesitant and regretting coming but <laughs> afterwards she was glad she made it out that's fantastic so yeah mason burrow i need to get over there more often we'll get you over there pk there you go <laughs> sadly my you know i go from one thing to the next and so if when i get a window I just I, I gotta go I've got an hour you know I've got 45 minutes or whatever and and so my very rare do I have a a timeline where hey I've got nothing going on for the next four hours you know yeah let me sneak over there <laughs> right right but no I, I I'd love to I did get to camp out there one time uh, with a with a group of guys and we we went straight out and it was tiny and we looked down and we we're like man what why is there 500 people we're not that many but why is there that many people down there and so we walked down maybe I don't know, quarter mile, and it was head high, you know, just pumping. And we're like, this is why everybody's <laughs> over here. And we, we traded off waves all morning long. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's a special place over there. And you can, it's nice because you can space out and, you know, you don't, you can really like get a get a peak where it's just you and your, your crew. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. having a session like that, you don't always get, so. Right, 
right. No, definitely appreciated that time with uh, with my friend and a couple couple of my boys. That was, <laughs> that was that was epic. Well, man, time has flown by. It has. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> hey, so we we typically wrap up our story here with um, what I find to be the earliest account in history of of surfing. Where would that be? Do you think? I have no idea. Earliest account. What What do you think is the earliest account of surfing in history? Oh man, I don't know. Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it, I don't the, know. It's on an island somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's where they say it originated. You know, surfing in the Polynesian islands and stuff. Well, well, okay. In the Bible, not Jesus walking on water, but in the Bible, there's this small story in Acts 27 where Paul is in a ship and they're they're in a bad storm and um, they, tr- they, they try to make it to safe harbor. They can't. They get tangled up on a reef and the waves just pound the ship and break it apart. And, and it says, everybody that could swim, swam. And made it safely to shore. Then it said others made it safely to shore on pieces of the ship. So there's a distinguishing, it it distinguishes between pieces of the ship and this next word. It says, and some on boards. What could that be? It could be. Yeah. I mean. On boards? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the ship's breaking up and and there's pieces of the ship there. But then it said some on boards. So it was like, were they carrying, were these, you know, early maritime sailors of the first century were they shredders they could be shredders i think so (laughs) (laughs) well anyways ladies and gents thanks for listening in jules thank you so much for sharing pk uh, thanks for having me i appreciate it absolutely looking forward to uh surfing with you again just not getting run over (laughs) good time